Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, December 16th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tiamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, how are you? It, it feels like it's been a long time since I've seen you uh, or talked to you, but it hasn't been that long. Uh, it's been less than a week since we've seen each other and done, done a show together, but I've been home for now a little over two days and it feels like I haven't been to New York in like six months. Yeah, it's just, it's just been crazy. Like, I feel like you should have just like a second home up here because there's I so mean, many shows for you to see. <laughs> if someone wants to help me pay for a second home in New York, I will happily come up as often as humanly possible. Um, but speaking of shows that you and I saw together on yeah. Thursday, I had the pleasure of interviewing McKinley Belcher III, who plays Happy in the Broadway revival of Death of a Salesman. And... Oh so good. We I had a great conversation with him, so that'll be coming up in the podcast feed very soon. It was a great conversation. Talked about the fact that we were there for Wendell Pierce's birthday, so he talked about how incredible it is to be in a company led by him. All of the uh, things that he went through the process of creating the character of Happy and building this show, even though it had been done with the two leads in London, kind of recreating a whole new fresh perspective for Broadway. Talked about why it seems that classic shows and revivals that are either about or starring black people or people of color seem to do much better on Broadway than new shows by and about people of color. So it was a great conversation and I really think you're going to enjoy it. So keep your ears out for that. Of course, if you want to hear it before anybody else, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Grace, we really haven't talked about that show. I've kind of been saving it till you and I were on a show together and I've mentioned it a little bit, but did you have anything you wanted to say about Death of a Salesman that we saw last week. Oh, besides the fact that I loved it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of the the play itself, like the source material. So getting to see it done by incredible actors like Sharon D. Clark, uh, Wendell Pierce, the entire cast. Um, it was just another, it, it's just such a perfect example of when something is done with an incredible cast that also just has very clear, beautiful direction. There were so many moments that I was like, wow, I never would have heard or seen it that way. Um, had it not been for this production. So for someone who loves that show very much to have like the gratifying <laughs> like uh, sentiments that we left with, I was so honored and so thankful to go with you, but also like being there for Wendell Pierce's birthday, getting a video that I need to post immediately of them yeah. gifting him a cake. And also just like <laughs> the juxtaposition of like hearing, sh hearing Sharon yeah. after the show had just like ended in her incredible performance and then her just right into her true self being like, thank you all so much for coming. And you're just like, yeah. oh, right, you're British. <laughs> yeah, I think literally the person in front of us or behind us was like, oh, she's British. I think it was the people behind us were like very shocked An by actor. that. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, anyway, all right, let's get into the news. And as Ashley and I kind of supposed on yesterday's show, we did get some news about this secret random account on Twitter, Square One on Broadway, that promised an announcement at 10 a.m. on Thursday, presumably about the uh, presumably unfinished David Ives and Stephen Sondheim musical that had last been known as Square One. At 10 a.m., a post was made on the account that said, and I quote, Square One is headed to Broadway. Join us next fall to experience the brand new musical from Stephen Sondheim and David Ives starring official B. Peters, Bernadette Peters, and hashtag Nathan Lane. Additional casting will be announced at a later date, hashtag Square One on Broadway. Then it had a pretty 
janky uh, graphic with Bernadette Peters and Nathan Lane with not great graphics. It did not take long for everybody in the theatrical media to debunk this and find out that it was fake. A representative for Bernadette Peters, a representative for David Ives and for the Sondheim estate all uh, officially confirmed that this is not real, uh, which we'd kind of assumed there was no scuttlebutt about this at all. You hadn't heard anything. I hadn't heard anything. As I mentioned on the show yesterday, the URL, the domain for the website that they had linked in the bio had only been registered the day before. You know, Grayson, and I know, and anybody who's listened to like any producer, Ken Davenport even, um, as soon as you get an idea for a show that you want to come to Broadway, you get that URL because you want to main lock down that domain. Um, so it's a hoax. And uh, let's... Stop the conversation there, Grace, because I'm going to go the next step here in a minute. But what are your thoughts on this whole thing um, about the excitement that people had over it? Will this have any impact on potentially getting whatever state this show is in to a stage anytime soon? Uh, You know, it's funny, like. I think we all like joke about like uh, certain people like like to quote like leak things. If you are at the point, if you're at a person, if you're a person on social and you're trying to leak something, the industry has known about it for four months plus. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> given the fact that you and I both didn't know anything about this, and obviously, like, we keep tight lip because we work in this field. Um. Just I, I, when I saw it immediately, I was just like, "There's, there's no way," because I would. I would know about it. Yeah. Um, not to like toot my horn. It just feels like that would not be something that we would find out on Twitter about um, unless I truly was out of the know. But uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate because I think it's kind of disrespectful to the estate, to be frank with you. Like, I know a joke is a joke, but like, I don't know. This was just like the last piece he ever worked on. So like maybe treat it with a little bit more love and, and care. And especially if there is a future for the show. Right. So I don't think it debunks or I don't think it um, puts it out of the running of when when things are able to move forward, if they choose to do that um, as a unit or as an estate, I don't think it changes anything. Like, I think that people would honor and respect and, and be excited about it being real. Um, so long as that announcement is done by someone else who is also respected <laughs> and adored like Nathan Lane, like, my, you know, someone else. Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw that graphic, I was like, oh, graphic design is not your passion. No. It's not- no, if you if you needed somebody, you could have gotten the great Robbie Rizal to make a graphic. Uh, he would have been glad yes. to do it, I'm sure. Uh, but OK, even so, an idiot with Canva. Yeah, I think that's probably a Canva graphic, to be honest with you. I, I think yeah. that probably is. Um, but OK, so here's where we start to get a little bit more insight into what was probably going on here. The next tweet that that account posted. And in fact, uh, I believe it was. Only like the second tweet that it ever posted was sweaty Oracle lied and lied is in all caps. Then the the account started tweeting some um, screenshotted or downloaded TikTok videos from an account uh, by sweaty Oracle for people who are not as online as other people. Do you want to try to explain who the sweaty Oracle is? Oh, yeah. He has a TikTok um, following that. Uh, is around a lot of like blind items. People um, kind of pursue the rumor mill and drop the quote T, if you will, um, which is another way of saying like this is the truth. But oftentimes, like those blind items aren't real, but blind items are designed that way, right? Like we follow Dumois for like celebrity um, mm-hmm. blind items, which are just like 
things that people send in to say like, oh, this person's at this place or this person's slated to appear in this movie. And sometimes those things are real and sometimes those things are fake. And um, Sweaty Oracle is kind of one of those people on TikTok that uh, does uh, do a lot of like Broadway and theater specific content. Yeah. So what apparently happened was the person, whomever it is behind this Square One B-Way account, started feeding this sweaty Oracle person uh, information supposedly from some sort of person working on the show through an anonymous email address, was sending information. Sweaty Oracle started putting it out about the Twitter account, like, hey, keep an eye on this. There's an announcement coming. This is real. This is what I'm hearing. People are tipping me off. Um, Apparently, this was just to kind of pull one over on this TikTok person. And I don't know if there's some sort of animosity there um, or what's going on, but it was... um, pretty much a a prank more on that person than the theater community as a whole. I will say the last tweet that that happened about 45 minutes before we are recording from the square one B way account says, and I quote, I take full responsibility for this account. And I want to deeply apologize for betraying my beloved Broadway community. I've been going through it ever since phantom. Well, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Crying emoji assigned Andrew Lloyd Webber. Clearly not actually Andrew Lloyd Webber, but it was uh, pretty funny nonetheless. This sweaty Oracle person on uh, Twitter said, game respects game for creating a Twitter before I made my TikTok. Game respects game for buying the domain name. Game respects game with the burner emails. All in all, I wish I'd been involved. A prank beyond me. Game respects game. So apparently no hard feelings except for the hundreds and potentially thousands, if not more people who got their hopes up for something that is not actually real. It's just like, you know, you just have to be, that's the way that social media can work. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times uh, things that people have predicted or tried to leak, like those things are real. Um, but, you know, like it, it, it damages the community in many ways, unfortunately. Like, I don't mean to be like a meh, sorry yeah. person, but, <laughs> um, you know, there have been times when things have been leaked on social that um, greatly damage campaigns and um, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of time and energy and effort now that I am also on the other end of it goes into a lot of these things and making those announcements really exciting. And so when people kind of like ruin the magic, if you will, or pull the curtain back, um, those things kind of go out the window. And it's unfortunate because people dedicate their lives to that. You know what I mean? So I'm not yeah. saying that that's what happened here, but it's just an example of like, OK, we've learned something maybe <laughs> and we move on. Yeah, there's also a bit of media literacy that people need to have and understand like how these things would work. But you and I, even if we hadn't, you know, taken the fact that we hadn't heard about it, like just the way that this was rolled out is not how that normally happens. And generally, if something like this is getting announced, it's not happening on Twitter. If it does happen on Twitter, it is accompanied by press releases to every single one of the major theater outlets and deadline and stuff like that, that might even have it as an exclusive. So you know, a lesson to be learned moving forward for everybody who see things on Twitter that are seem too good to be true. What is not too good to be true and something that was first appearing in a Hollywood trade, apparently the long gestating movie version of the musical Beautiful has found its star. Playing Carol King in the upcoming Sony film adaptation of the musical will be Daisy Edgar Jones, who folks have, a lot of people have been seeing in um, the uh, the movie uh, Where the Crawl Dads, what is that called? Um, uh, Where the Crawl Dads Sing. Sing. 
Yeah, this huge kind of breakout film that apparently nobody likes, but everybody saw it. Um, she will be playing it's based on a hit novel, by yes, the way. <laughs> yes, huge, huge book. I've written an article or two about it over at thestreamable.com if you want to look for that. Um, but Carol King told Variety, quote, Daisy has a spirit and energy that I recognized as myself when I was younger. She's a tremendous talent, and I know she's going to give a great performance. This is happening. We've ta- heard about this for a long time. Uh, I'm excited about this one. I, I like Beautiful. I know it's not always cool to like bio, you know, jukebox musicals, but but I I really enjoyed this one. All right, Grace, let's take a minute real quick to talk about our sponsor for this week, Todaytix. When it comes to the ever increasing prices of theater tickets, there's only one way to make sure that you get the best deals on some shows that you absolutely have to see, and that is Today Ticks. You never have to worry about whether you can afford Broadway, off-Broadway, comedy, cabaret, anything else. Today Tick makes getting affordable tickets easy, and you only have to go to either the one-stop shop on the app or on todaytix.com and you can get your tickets quickly, easily, search through everything you wanna see and you can have them there in your phone in a lot of cases in 30 seconds or less. That's what's so exciting is that you can book your tickets months in advance or if you're like me and you just decide, hey, I've got three hours tonight, what can I do? I wanna go see a show. You can feel spontaneous and open the app then. Um, They also have exclusive offers. That's what's so great about Today Ticks is that so many shows have partnered with them to say, hey, we're gonna give you exclusive access to pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows and day of discounted tickets. So it doesn't really matter where you live either because Today Ticks isn't just for Broadway in New York or London's West. You can find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. Broadway tickets also make great gifts for all of your theater-loving loved ones this holiday season, so treat them to an experience they'll never forget. Don't miss out on live entertainment. See that show you've always wanted to see, or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytix.com Broadway and use promo code BROADWAY to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at T-O-D-A-Y-T-I-X dot com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. One more time, todayticks.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway. All right, let's get some real quick show and casting news over at the St. James Theater. We have a few late in the run uh, casting changes that'll be happening at Into the Woods in the coming weeks around the holidays. Starting on January 3rd and just running through that week, January 8th, Sebastian Arcellus will close out the show as the baker opposite his real life wife, Stephanie J. Block. Before that, on the day after Christmas, December 26th, and then continuing through the, the rest of the run, Diane Phelan will take over as Cinderella. She is currently the understudy for Cinderella on Broadway, and she is actually now going to be taking over as Cinderella on the tour as well. So if you're somebody who isn't going to get to see the tour cast, you will be able to get to see her doing Cinderella on Broadway before it wraps up. Going across the pond, Emmy Award winning actor Brian Cox will be taking on the role of James Tyrone in a new production of Eugene O'Neill's Long Day's Journey in Tonight, directed by Jeremy Heron. It'll be coming to the West End in 2023. The official dates in theater and the rest of the casting have not been announced. But when somebody as monumental as Brian Cox decides to take on a role like that, I'm sure it will be a very difficult ticket to to get grace are you a succession person do you watch succession i love that show more than life itself i'm trying to be in the writer's room not only like <laughs> just as a fan but also as like a just writer but also brian cox i would see this man do anything and i've seen long day's journey into night so many times that part of my life is invested in that show i don't know why but it just so happens but yes i would like to see it 
Okay. All right. Great. I saw the Bill Camp, Elizabeth Marvel version that they did uh, off Broadway last year. I think that's probably the last time I ever need to see that show. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. One of my favorite events every year, one of your favorite events every year has announced its 2023 details. The MCC Theater announced that Miscast 23 will be back at the Hammerstein Ballroom on Monday, April 3rd, 2023, and it will honor the great Vanessa Williams, and MCC Youth Company alumna Lainey Toval. It is one of the greatest events of the entire year. We both love it. Everybody loves it. Of course, no word on performers at this point, but we do know the dates. We know who it's honoring, and it is one of those things that is a must-see event every year. And we do know that we love it. Yeah, I also think like I'm going to have to be there. Like I just, I, I need to be there. I, I think I'm going to okay. do it. So. Yeah, let's go. It's happening. Right. All right, real quick, Grace, um, I've got a couple things that I want to recommend. First up, the feel-good recommendation. We've got two minutes, just two short minutes of highlights from the Entertainment Community Fund concert production of Chess that I saw on Monday. Check that out. The first two are the most important, Lena Hall and Saleya Pfeiffer, and going in even to Ramin singing anthem is great. The next one, though, is tangentially related to Chess. It is the new music video, Surrender My Heart, from Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, why am I talking about this? Because the video stars Jane Krakowski, and it is kind of set around a performance, perhaps theatrical, more concert and even dance or whatever. Alex Wong is in it as well. Why am I connecting this to chess? Uh, because Jane Krakowski sat like five rows in front of me at chess. So I'm just putting that together. And um, Eric Bergen was across the aisle from her, and they talked throughout the entire intermission. So, so that was fun. All right, Grace, that is all I have. Anything else we need to talk about before we wrap up the show for today? No, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. There's a lot of really great theater to see right now. Like That's such a dumb, broad statement. but It's true. Um, yeah, if, you, if you're not already getting tickets to see Ain't No Mo, like, absolutely do that immediately. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the campaign to save Ain't No Mo, but it's it's really incredible and fascinating. I know that the K-pop group uh, went last night, and mm-hmm. they couldn't stop talking about it, and just, like, the just the intersectionality of everyone's support is really beautiful to see. So go do that. Absolutely. Um, we'll have shows throughout the holidays pretty much every day. I don't know exactly what form that will take over the next couple of weeks, because obviously the holidays, uh, Christmas is on not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. And there's really not a ton of news often in the days before and especially the days in between Christmas and New Year's. So we'll play it by year, but we will always have content for you, whether that's interviews, whether that's special episodes, whether that's traditional today's on Broadway or today on Broadway's. But we'll have something for you every day throughout the next couple of weeks. Uh, But it might not be the same thing every day and we might play it by year depending on what gets released. But we will be here for you. And of course, we'll also have this week on Broadway on Sundays. So that's all we got. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you before then. But just in case, have a wonderful holiday, whatever it is you celebrate. And we'll be back to talk to you in some form or fashion on Monday. 